Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, U.S. politics rolls on, doesn't it? After the explosive uh, season finale uh, in January, uh, you really sort of thought, well, what are they going to do with the next series? But uh, those writers, they just keep coming up with the ideas. Uh, Of course, this series uh, is focusing very much on the uh, second impeachment trial uh, of uh, former President Donald J. Trump. Uh, All properly kicked off uh, yesterday uh, at the Capitol. Uh, Stacey Plaskett. Uh, presented the case for impeachment, uh, or at least some of it. Uh, she's house manager and delegate of the Virgin Islands. Uh, she did an incredible job, not just uh, in, in making the case for impeachment, uh, but also uh, for dressing as Galactic Empress of the Nine Kingdoms. Uh, not all heroes wear capes. Uh, she, she nearly did. Uh, it was like a blue outfit with this sort of half cape which fastened at her wrists, I think, allowing her to spontaneously take flight should the need arise. A stole, stole, stolen outfit uh, from the set of the new Star Trek series, Star Trek V, The Search for Musk. Um, but pretty compelling and quite, quite, a, quite a hard watch. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sort of making light of it, but I mean, ge- genuinely, genuinely horrific stuff coming to light. Uh, well worth you checking out on CNN. Well, how do I watch CNN? Oh, I'll tell you, shall I? You go to uh, livenewswatch.com and then you can just watch it for free. It's really easy. There you go. Because, sorry, CNN, but your Europe CNN is rubbish compared to American CNN. Just put out the American CNN. You don't have to worry about your CNN world thing. Just show us your normal CNN. Don't make special programs for us. We're boring. We tune into you for the sexy US news. Anyway, uh, let's have some non-sexy non-US news. Uh, reports have been published by the Institute of Economic Affairs, the IEA, claiming to demunk, de- demunk, demunk. I need demunking. Look at them. They're like leeches. Uh, myths. 
Their word, uh, including that one that the NHS is the star performer of the pandemic and that it's done the most amazing job under the most difficult of circumstances. Has it? No, I don't think. No, I don't think so. This was uh, an article written by Dr. Christian Nimitz, the IEA's head of political economy and wannabe Toby Young, Toby Young, top of the pops, loony lefty Twitter trollster. It says, uh, there's no rational basis for the adulation the NHS is currently receiving. Oh, little one, do you need a cuddle? Mm, the NHS, everybody loves the NHS. They all give the hugs and they make the posters. We love the NHS. This is just rallying around the flag. It's the NHS and I want a cuddle. <laughs> I haven't been cuddled since 1991. <laughs> Please cuddle me, because I don't mean it. I like the NHS, really. I'm sorry. Um, there's no reason to be grateful for the fact that we have the NHS. It should go without saying that if the UK did not have the NHS, it would not have no healthcare system. It would have a different healthcare system. There's no guarantee that this would have served the UK better than during the pandemic. But there's certainly no reason to believe that it would have done any worse. There's nothing special about the NHS. Neither during this pandemic, nor any other time. <laughs> For the Christmas, if you loved me at all, you would have brought me an India rubber ball. Here he is being given a cosy massage by Universal Disappointment Mark Dolan on everyone's favourite station, Talk Radio. Dr. Christian Nemitz, Head of Political Economy at the IEA. Hi, Christian. Hello. I think we can agree that this is not an attack on the individuals working in the NHS. No, obviously not. And if I had made a similar argument about uh, in any other policy area, uh, then then nobody would understand it in such a way. If somebody talked about how educational outcomes, uh, schooling outcomes are behind those of, let's say, Sweden or Finland, uh, nobody would say, uh, why are you attacking teachers or why are you attacking teaching systems? That, that would be self-evidently absurd. It's, it's only when you talk about healthcare that uh, some people pretend to misunderstand it that way. Oh, I don't believe that anyone uh, goodness, really. uh, genuinely well, misunderstands People on the internet deciding to interpret something in a narrow way that suits their opinions, never. Now, Christian. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> We're doing a bit. We can we do a little bit. <laughs> we have fun. Uh, that was uh, Dr. Christian, Dr. Christian's second bite of the cherry uh, on Talk Radio. He, had, he got to go on with uh, Ian Collins as well. Uh, they, they love him. Uh, Electoral Commission records show that the chair of the IEA board, Neil Record, has donated £32,000 to Matt Hancock. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Uh, the Labour Party have said, you, could you use... Maybe you should, like, do you think maybe you should give that money back in that you are in charge of the NHS and you've accepted a huge donation from uh, an organisation that wants to get rid of the NHS? Is there any sense of a conflict of interest? That, oh, no comment. No comment. Um, the IEA, which I, you know, I'd never heard of, Institute of Economic Affairs, was you hear about it and, you know, it's very deliberately, it's kind of like... Um, you know, companies that set themselves up calling themselves Chanel, like with a C-H-E, like you're trying to sound like a bit of the government, the Institute for Economic Affairs, like that sounds governmenty. 
you're like those people down at boot fairs. Um, but according to Andrew Marr, ah, the wonderful Andrew Marr, undoubtedly the most influential think tank in modern British history. Uh, and they have previously boasted that 14 members of Boris Johnson's cabinet, I didn't even know who Boris Johnson's cabinet had that many members, uh, had been associated with its group's initiatives. It's good to know, isn't it? Safe hands, guys. We're doing the right thing. Great choices. Good decisions. Well done, everyone. Four, five more, five, four more years. Four more years. I wonder, I wonder what could possibly go wrong in four more years of this we voted for. Uh, let's go to something fun and meaningless. Uh, the Telegraph uh, has done a sort of they've, they've lined up four celebrities uh living rooms and it's kind of fun you know peeking into somebody else's house is always interesting isn't it and um they have got princess anne's living room uh, which they describe as being truly posh um i think princess anne uh, tweeted or posted on social media or something uh, during the england versus scotland rugby match uh, and so it's princess anne and whatever her consort chap is wearing a shirt that looks like it was bought in a garden center uh, sitting watching the rugger and uh it's i mean they say it's truly posh to me it's just naff as all get out um, and perhaps that is the essence of truly posh there are horsey statues like the kind you get in the back of magazines um, on top of a cabinet. And there's another cabinet with sort of china in it. And Miss sort of slightly, there's an old three-piece suite. It's not a very big telly. My telly's bigger than Princess Anne's. Check it. My telly. Uh, anyway, uh, some social media users have called it homely. Others have said it's quite claustrophobic. It is quite cluttered. Um... I've got to say. Uh, anyway, they've decided to go through. So upper class uh, is Princess Anne's a selection of paintings and statuettes of animals. That's upper class. What? Uh, they, they've decided to just, you know, nail it to the wall, the telegraph. They're, they're, they're going, going down in glory. A bohemian middle class. And then they've got uh, someone off Gogglebox. You know, the, is it uh, the one who says, Nutty, Nutty, the posh guy. Uh, William Morris prints, uh, lots of books everywhere, and artwork. Nadi! Uh, and then uh, the nouveau working class. Um, it's like steady, st steady, telegraph. Did you have a good lunch? Uh, silver mirror, inspirational quotes, silver sofa. Um, they love glass coffee tables and pile rugs, says the Telegraph. The walls are bare except for framed, quote, inspirational quotes in swirly calligraphy. All right. Uh, then they go on to flash middle class. Uh, and this is where they go on to Amanda Holden. Soft furnishings, dark paint hues, velvet sofas. Um, and uh, say the whole look is more Soho house foyer than a place where real people slob. Uh, and finally, they've got uh, Lindsay Hoyle. They've got his lounge. Um, 
I mean, the first thing that really strikes me is that he's sitting in his armchair, the rugby's on, and he's facing away from it. He's, he clearly has no idea how a television works. Safe hands, guys. Uh, suburban class, the Telegraph calls that. Furniture in far corners of the room. Carpet from wall to wall. I just had carpet put in, mate. You want to watch your mouth. And uh, say, these front rooms are for high days and holidays only. Um, all right. Well done. Uh, but I was wondering, you know, could we have some fun here? Could we talk about our front rooms? And what in your front room says the most about you? Or, you know, do you feel really uh, distills your character? Um, for me, I'd say it's that sort of walking in at nine in the morning and seeing the empty wine glass, which is basically a tumbler. It's not a wine glass uh, filled with old orange peel from the night before that 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 really encapsulates the essence of who i am i think uh, what about you uh, it's at not today pod on the twitter or not today at swanburst.com uh, if you'd like to you know share a few of those i'd love that if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, and we have got some emails to get through, uh, including this. Yes, this terrible knockoff countdown music and strong sense of he impending headache. Can only mean one thing that uh, David Alt, a uh, longtime listener and supporter of the podcast, uh, has been doing his maths things again, and we're all expected to <laughs> do something with it. I don't really understand what it is, but 
let's find out what happened with his week-long uh, number experiment. It was a, it was a really fun game. Uh, Outdown was this game where there were about 20 players and each day you had to pick a number. And if you picked an individual number between 1 and 20, you won that number of points. If you picked a number that someone else had picked, then you lost that number of points. Um, I went all in for death or glory. But here's David's analysis. Dear Jacob and the applications. Wow, what a week this has been. I know, David's barely slept. The leaderboard has changed up and down more times than the government's taken advice on infections, and there's been a similar level of crushing inevitability for certain people. Who are you? What? That was strategy, mate. Nevertheless, here are some key facts. The most picked number, unsurprisingly, was 20. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Once Jacob had risen to the giddy heights of 40 points, the highest score attained over the week, Mark, you yes! I'm taking that as a win. Then it was all downhill there, with everyone taking a shot at the big time. The most heartbreaking was Tuesday's game, where Cousin Davy was so close to getting those 20 points, only to be dashed at the last moment. Sorry, Davy. Sorry. The numbers that enjoyed a lot of coverage were 17, 19, again unsurprising, and 10. Which brings me to the other person who picked the same number throughout the week. Jem Buxton, not Portishead, chose 10 each time. Won four, lost three, and thus found her way to the top of the leaderboard without the bonus game. Oh, yes, we had a bonus game. Uh, the number two was picked only twice by Ollie and Duncan, and 12 only thrice. Eight, 13, and 16 only featured four times each. Odd numbers were picked just a bit more than evens, but without 20, that would have been a lot more. Um, the unluckiest players were Cousin Davy and Gordon Bartlett, both of whom scored no positive numbers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the most unique thinking individuals, probably me. Yes, they're all individuals, were Ollie Morgan, Jem Buxton, Jem from Portishead and James Hart, all of whom managed four positive scores out of seven. And so to, to the finish and the bonus game. So this is where you got to nominate points for another player. Steph was so close, uh, having nominated herself. She was on course to bag 30 points. Until Jake stepped in at the last moment and dashed those hopes. You're welcome. Just killing dreams. That's my job. I'm sort of like a Christian Nemitz of the podcast. Carenza was killed with kindness. She's evidently the most loved apostle, as no fewer than four people nominated her for the bonus points. Uh, several other people nominated themselves. Barney, Jack and Duncan, all of whom got their 30 pieces of silver. And Jane Fowler, who was scuppered by James. Wow. So the final scores are... Uh, Shall I go through all of them? Yes, I will. Um, Cousin Davy, to me, is a hero uh, with minus 122 points. That's incredible. Well done, Davy. That's almost minus 20 every day. Gordon, minus 102. David Popey, minus 65. Jack, minus 57. Lindsay, minus 48. Jane, minus 47. Me, minus 40. How middling. Uh, David Brazel, minus 30. Duncan, minus 25. Alex, minus 18. Carenza, minus 12. Into the... No, not yet. Pablo, minus 8. Julie, minus 8. Steph, minus 5. Ollie, minus 3. Rick, minus 1. But look at these heroes with positive numbers. Darren, lethally with 1. James with 7. Barney, 10. Jem, 10. And the winner! Jem from Portishead. The town, not the band, with 22 points. Well done. Uh, thank you all ever so much for playing, says David. We shall have another league soon, maybe over Easter. Okay. 
I'm sorry, I should drip with enthusiasm more. I really appreciate you setting all of that up. And it was really interesting, uh, David, uh, to, to see what people do. I, I love it when math fuses with psychology like that. And maybe, just maybe, I'll try a different strategy uh, to just with a crushing sense of inevitability going for the 20 points every single day. Sorry about that. Uh, now, Neil Green's been in touch. How are the painkillers, Neil? Hi, Jake. Just like me, I know you're a sucker for a Muppet. Oh, I really am. Check out Big Bird's cousins from around the world. What? There's Abelardo from Mexico. Pino lives in the Netherlands. In Turkey, there's Minikus. And in Portugal, there's Pupas. <laughs> no, seriously, he says, Pupas. Say it with me, Pupas. So, as massive birds around the world say, it's not easy being yellow, red, orange, green, or blue. And uh, there's an article on Snopes. It's a great website, Snopes. Uh, great for fact-checking. Uh, is Big Bird from Sesame Street different colours worldwide? And apparently, yes, it's true. Well, what colour is Poopass? Do I want to know? Neil, thank you for that. I appreciate that be fun to come up with some new muppets wouldn't it heady has emailed brace yourselves dear jake when i woke up i was annoyed to find that someone had installed a fringe protrusion i was expecting a smart monitor for my gas meter should i complain sure has anyone watched that tiktok thing of someone put gorilla glue in their hair or something i haven't seen it i don't i don't know if i want to see that i don't think i'm ready for that level of trauma and Barney's emailed saying, Hi, Jake. I've been playing around with fronted adverbials as you set us Spike's homework last week. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Thanks, Barney. Uh, Blumenek. It's turgid and meaningless without any input about style, emphasis, or just reading for pleasure. Or should I say, turgid and meaningless, we should teach children how to explore written style and emphasis. <laughs> it starts to sound like... When you're putting your fronted adverbials in, it sort of feels like a really obscure listing on Amazon Marketplace, doesn't it? So you got me thinking and reading about Michael Gove. Thanks, Jake. Still, one enjoyable discovery is Michael Gove's Channel 4 comedy show, A Stab in the Dark. Yes. Yes, I think I've seen a clip of that. Shall I put a clip in? I'll try and dig it out. The Princess of Wales has had a difficult week. The newspapers have taken a renewed interest in her eating disorders, in particular her late-night binging on paracetamol. <laughs> but you can see why she wanted out. There are more problems in living with Charles than just his not liking dire straits. Uh, Gove then goes on to uh, compare Prince Charles to Adolf Hitler, observing that... There is, there is one difference, however. When Adolf's wife tried to commit suicide, she succeeded. <laughs> breathtaking uh, obviously not all comedy stands the test of time uh, I'm not sure how long that one lasted not necessarily all educational policy does either uh, Michael Gove though uh, he's, he's done well I've always maintained uh, if, you're, if you're funny and left wing uh, you, you do comedy if you're funny and right wing uh, you go into politics um, 
Sorry, that's irrelevant. Don't know, don't know why I'm trying to apply that to Michael Gove. Uh, so this is uh, the Channel 4 comedy show, comedy show, A Stab in the Dark. Uh, Barney is, uh, is still talking about it, using fronted adverbials. I appreciate your effort, uh, Barney. So here we go. In 1992, co-hosted with a haunted-looking David Baddiel, Michael Gove fronted a satirical Channel 4 series called A Stab in the Dark. Excellent fronted adverbial. Well done. Uh, I first heard about it in 2016 when Baddiel dredged up his painful memory of working with the then-unknown but ambitious journalist, whose accent's changed a bit, isn't it? Uh, only a few clips existed on YouTube, but maliciously, all four have subsequently released eight of the nine episodes. Uh, it is a chilling joy, about as funny as Threads and possibly more terrifying. Badil does not come off it well, delivering sleazy lad mag monologues. Yeah, I never really felt Badil. Uh, but Gove is something else, uh, cold, aloof and convinced that comic delivery just involves raising your eyebrows and voice at the end of sentences. Some really homophobic humour too. Please pick it for a watch along. I keep thinking I dreamt it, but it's there. It's on all four. Apart from episode eight. What happened? I wonder if that clip was from episode eight. Don't know. Anyway, says Barney, I believe half term is nearly here. So you can ungove yourself momentarily and be like the dad in Danny Champion of the World. <laughs> That's so me. I can't speak for other apostles, but I say relax next week and honk out a few pre-records. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's a bit exciting. That's an idea. Great episode today. Oh, thanks very much. Uh, rant and a gloriously tasteless song. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, imagine the vanity of Michael Ball milking the last gasps out of Captain Tong. Oh, my God. It was a real thing. I honestly thought you were just being sick and tasteless, but that really happened. Yes, that happened! Your version was just a teensy bit more dignified than Michael Ball's Zoom call. That's insane. Bye for now. Barney, thank you very much, Barney. Uh, appreciate all of that. And thank you for the uh, the heads up on that shocking uh, bit of Michael Gove. Uh, it's worth reading back. I don't know if you subscribe to Pop Bitch. Uh, it's definitely worth going through their back issues and reading about Michael Gove and how he goes to the bathroom. Well worth a read. I won't go into it here, but I probably will when I get drunk and do the watch along tomorrow night. Uh, that's for patrons. If you would like to support the podcast, it's patreon.com slash nottodaypod. And uh, for just just $2 a month, which is really, I don't think you're going to miss it, um, you can uh, join in with the watch along on a Friday night. It's a lot of fun. We watch some really terrible things. Uh, we all get drunk and uh, make fun, slightly catty comments about it. It's a hoot. Uh, that's it for today. Thanks very much indeed for your company. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.